welcome to Pre-Med Diaries, the place where you can come to safely and anonymously share your highs and lows on the journey to becoming a physician. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, and thanks for listening. I am your host, Dr. Allison Gray. We created Pre-Med Diaries and the other Med Diaries podcasts so that physicians and physicians in training could have a place to speak our minds, vent, unload, and hear one another in support and solidarity. The pre-med journey is not easy, and there are many stressors, roadblocks, and frustrations, but also incredible joys, like that first time you get to shadow a physician, that first interview offer, or that first acceptance to medical school. Here at Pre-Med Diaries, we want to help you on this journey to avoid and deal with burnout, an ever-growing threat and serious problem for our physician community. And as a pre-med, it's never too early to start. In each episode, we will hear from a pre-med student and I'll share some thoughts of my own. We may also hear from others of you who have called in and left a response for the caller on a previous episode. Today, we will hear from a pre-med student who is changing her career because she wants to change the scope of her practice, but she is conflicted because she is struggling with her other wants in life, like having kids. Hi, everybody. Um, It feels really weird not to introduce myself, um, but I love the confidential idea of this podcast, so I'll just go with it. Um, The reason I'm calling is because I found this community really supportive um, ever since I kind of dove into this pre-med journey and stumbled upon all of the different things that are offered by Ryan Gray, um, like the pre-med diaries and old pre-med, diary, old pre-med podcast. Um, both Dr. Ryan Gray and Allison Gray have just been, um, felt really supportive by this online community and all the information that's out there. Anyway, the um, story about myself that I wanted to share and the questions that I have for Allison and anybody else who's in a similar situation is related to just feelings of, about my age. Um, so to give you guys a little bit of background information, I'm 29. I've had kind of a different journey. I was a traditional student with a degree in biology, graduated at 22, and I'd always intended to go to med school. I've always wanted to be a doctor, but I felt like when I was in my early 20s, I just lacked a lot of confidence. Like, I never, I never even took the MCAT, um, despite taking most of the prereqs, because I never really felt like I could do it, and I think I never really wanted to put myself out there to find out. So instead, I actually completed a second undergrad to be a dietitian. Um, I've been working clinically in the acute care setting as a dietitian for almost five years now, and I absolutely love my job. I work with a really unique population. Um, I don't want to give away too much about myself, um, but just to give you some information, um, the people that I work with, it's a tribal population in a really remote part of the United States um, that has some unique health concerns. So I work in a hospital, um, and over the past five years, I feel like I've grown so much life experience and so much confidence. I work for this great healthcare institution that's always supported me and told me, really, I can do anything. Um, I've seen my role grow in pretty much anything I've asked to do or proposed, I've had support. Um, and I've been able to grow my role out of the hospital and into our outpatient oncology and palliative care clinics. Through this process, I've felt myself just feeling really confined by my scope of practice as a dietitian. I'm so interested um, and curious about medicine and about 
the unique cancers that my patients are struggling with um, and just find myself wanting to learn more and to know more and to be able to go beyond nutrition to help my patients. Um, so anyway, that's how I find myself at the age of 29 about to apply to medical school. So I've, I'm completing my, the last prereq that I needed was a uh, physics class that I didn't need for my undergrad. So I'm just taking that last class and I'm scheduled to take the MCAT in March of this year and apply, start applying to medical schools in June. Really the reason that I'm feeling conflicted and scared and worried is because I'm 29 years old I'm about to commit to another, you know, well beyond four years of school by the time you consider medical school and a residency, and I want to have kids. Um, I'm just really, like, I've grown up in this great environment, both grown up and worked, where being a woman has never been the reason not to do anything at all, um, and I think this might be one of the first times that I've ever felt this burden of being a female and wishing I was like a guy where I could, you know, be fertile well into my later years um, because I knew if I was a 29-year-old man, you know, even though I don't want to take anything away from the men who are doctors or who are medical students who have a huge burden on their shoulders with supporting a family or a wife who's considering pregnancy, Um, but I think it just comes along with a whole extra set of complexities when you're the one who will be going to medical school. Uh, when I told my mom, who's a physician and who's actually the first female medical director of one of our local hospitals, that I wanted to go to medical school and be a doctor, she said, wow, that's great. And her first question or her, first, her second comment was, so you've decided to forgo having kids then, which just totally threw me for a loop. Um, luckily, I do work with a lot of really supportive um, physicians and I, the people that I have chosen to share my plans with have told me, you can do it. It's possible. Ton, you know, everybody has stories about somebody they knew who had kids in medical school. Um, but I'm just wor- so worried about it and worried that I may miss my window of fertility and that I'll get through medical school, get through a residency and be, you know, 36, 37 at best and find myself unable to get pregnant. And I'm worried about any future regrets that I'll have. Um, wonder, you know, I have this career that I love and that has a lot of promise as a dietitian that I'm sure I could be happy with sticking with rather than going to medical school. I just know that I would love being a doctor and then I could do so much good with this population um, and provide so much continuity of care in our region and for all of our rural patients. And so I just feel this, um, I feel really torn given my age. I'm turning 30 next month. You know, the other important thing to mention, the other part of this equation is my very supportive husband, who when I mentioned, you know, I've really only been seriously deciding to take the plunge into applying to medical school since about August of this year. And when I brought it up, he supported me 100%. Um, he, we've talked a lot about the question of kids because we both want kids of when do we have, when do we try, when is the best time, when should you have kids in medical school, should we wait. Um, I've even asked him point blank if what's going to happen if we wait a few years until I'm 
So I would be in medical school or even wait until I graduated for my residency to try it if he's going to hold it against me if I can't get pregnant. Um, and he says he won't. But I just can't help but have that worry, um, knowing that if I wasn't applying to medical school, this is probably the time that we would start trying and that instead I would hopefully be having a baby. Um, so anyway, those are just some of the thoughts and fears and worries that are going through my head. And I'm really eager to hear the opinion of other people, male or female, who are going through similar types of concerns um, and just find out what other people's thoughts are um, in this process of worries about fertility and kids and when's the best time to have kids in medical school, should I wait, will I regret it. Um, I'd even love to hear from you, Dr. Gray, about your thoughts and feelings as a female doctor on juggling a family and how, how that's worked out for you. Thank you so much um, for listening to my long, somewhat rambling message. Um, looking forward to listening to other people's messages and just having the support of this community. Thanks. Okay. Thank you so much to our caller for calling in today and sharing with us where you are at in your life and in your journey and your pre-med journey and about this amazing decision that you are grappling with or this question you're grappling with or a series of questions, I should say, but centered around where you go from here in terms of your journey as a future mom and how to combine that with your desire to become a physician. So thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. And I think it's an exciting question and and certainly such an important one. So very important. As a mom myself, I think there's no greater gift uh, than being able to to have children and and be a mom. I I feel that way every day. And I love what I do as a physician, but I think there's just something, um, it's it's in our biology <laughs> uh, in terms of our desire, I think, to be parents. And not everyone uh, wants to be a parent, so I certainly don't want all of you out there to feel like I'm saying you have to be a parent. No, 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 of course you don't. But I think for many of us, it, it's a very powerful, important thing we want to do. And so I totally hear your your, I get your, um, your reasons and your, your wish to become a mom. And I think it's great. It's definitely different, I think, as a woman and uh, versus a man. And certainly I'm not a man, so I can't speak to how they feel. But I think you're right that there are certainly additional complexities that we have as women going through medical school residency and trying to juggle getting pregnant and all of the things that go along with that and and having children it's it's different i think as as a mom and a dad when you're parenting there are a lot of similarities there but just the just the mere pregnancy itself i think is is certainly something which is unique of course to women uh, for the most part so um, in terms of where you're at, it sounds like you have a really, really neat, just a, a really fascinating job now as a dietitian. And it sounds like you love what you do. And it was interesting when you said you felt you could be happy with what you were doing, even though you have this strong desire to do more. So I wonder whether you might regret, you talk about question of, of regret, and I wonder if you would regret staying in what you're doing now forever because you would always potentially wonder, well, what if I had gone to medical school and what more could I be doing? And since you're already tuned in to really what 
to, you have a sense of what, what more you could be doing. I, I really wonder if you would regret, regret not applying. And it's wonderful that your husband is so supportive of you. That's fantastic. It's so important to have that support from, from day one. And so that's wonderful that you have that in your life. It would be fantastic to be able to bring your skills as a physician back to the same population that you were caring for. It sounds like it's a population that's greatly in need, and it's really neat that you've already been able to serve them in the way you have, and being able to do more sounds like it would just be fantastic. So how to do it all? That's really the question, right? And I think this whole thing about doing it all is is really a farce. We all, nobody really has their act together. <laughs> I think that's what you learn when you get older. I think as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, you think, oh, okay, I'll have my act together and be able to handle X, Y, or Z when I'm such and such age. But I think then you realize that nobody really has their stuff together <laughs> and we all just sort of coast through and and are flying by the seat of our pants and sort of trying to survive and so i think that adding children is is something which is a huge part of that equation but I think that there's never necessarily a right time. I think that's one of my biggest points and what I'll say to you. I don't think there's ever a right time, so to speak. Are there times that will be more challenging in which to have children? Absolutely. If you have a kid and you are starting third year of medical school, that is a challenging time. If you're starting your internship like day one and you're about to have a kid, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to postpone your start date or something, of course. So definitely there are more challenging times, I would say, on the path of medical school and residency, at which time having children would be harder. But is there a perfect time? Probably not. I think that it is so clear from hearing you talk how much you want to have children, and I would very respectfully disagree with your mom. I think you can have both. I really do. I think that there, as you said, everybody has a story about someone who was pregnant in medical school. Absolutely. There were several people in my, or not necessarily pregnant, but who had kids in medical school. There were several classmates of ours who had children already in medical school. They, there was, I, I remember several of them would get together a lot because they shared that, that common theme. They, they all had families already. And some of them had two kids, some had one kid. And the rest of us who did not have children yet, I think would look at them sort of with awe and think, my God, how can they do that? How are they able to make that work? And what some of them would tell us, and I think what we also surmised was they had to figure out different ways of getting things done. So for someone like me, when I was in medical school, I had to worry about myself and I was dating Ryan. And so we would worry about each other, but we weren't we weren't spending time at night getting the kids food and getting the kids into bed. We, If we had a break, maybe we would go watch a movie or we would watch an episode of 24 or something like that. It's it's not the same when you have children. You have to heavily prioritize what you're doing and really, really make things consistent and be very clear about what's happening when. And so I think their ability to do, to succeed in medical school just rested on the fact that they had to make that work for their kids. They had to find those times when they could study. They had to find the times when they needed to be there for their kids. And so is it possible to do it? Absolutely. And it's just a question of, of making making it work and and figuring out who's going to do what, who's going to get the kids ready for school, who's going to do bedtime, who's going to do bath time, or when are you going to study? And if one of you is in medical school as opposed to both of you, it's probably much easier than if you're both in school and 
trying to have kids. So I think it's very, very much something people do, number one. And it's just a question of figuring out how. And I think if you can get through medical school and you can get through the pre-med track, what you're doing now, and already you've obviously been very successful in what you've done to this date, you can figure it out. You definitely can. It's just a matter of of making all the pieces come together. And to be perfectly honest, I really think that no parent really has it all together. It's impossible. It's I think parenting is... And I'm sure there are a million books and all sorts of things written about parenting. But at least from my perspective, I think parenting is a lot of just feeling your way through life (laughs) and knowing that your priority is, okay. I have to keep my kids safe. I have to keep my kid fed. They need they need basic things. They need sleep. They need food. They need love. Lots and lots of love and support. But are are you going to get everything perfect? No, never. (laughs) Perfection and raising children, they do not go together. (laughs) And to be honest, I don't think raising or I don't think uh, perfection is is something that is really um, a reality in, in any part of our lives. It's just something we strive for, but certainly something that is not a reality. No such thing as perfection, I think. So at the end of the day, I would tell you that certainly I hear your concern about your age. Uh, being 29 and starting med school is being not or or 30 uh, is different than starting med school when you're 20 or 22. Well, not 20, but 22, 21, whatever it is. It's different. However, I have friends, colleagues who had kids when they were 38. And you're right. You never know. You never, nobody can tell you what your fertility journey is going to look like until you're at that point. It's impossible to know. You might go and want to have kids when you're 36 and you get pregnant after, you know, you, it's, you sneeze and you get pregnant. It could be as easy as that, but it's it's really hard to know. You could go about some fertility testing just to even see where you're at today. I don't know if that's an option for you, but one thing that, um, well, and it may not be, I'm, that may be, that may not be accurate because actually to get fertility testing, sometimes you have to have proven to a physician and, and an insurance company really, because they're the people who are going to be paying for it, that you're, that you can't get pregnant. And so sometimes you have to have tried for six months or a year to get pregnant before you can even get that testing. But gosh, wouldn't it be nice if you could know, if you could actually even know. And I, I don't know if there are ways of finding that out, but I think in some ways that you should figure that out with your husband. I would I would think about when it feels right to you to have kids. If if having children sooner is something that you really want to do, I would say do that sooner. I think, you know, for me personally, and it's such a personal journey and a personal question for everybody. For me personally, I felt too stressed out about just the process of being a med student and a resident. I I just kind of, I needed to grow some more. And and I was younger than than, um, you are now when I started the journey. I needed to grow. I needed to grow up more. I needed to just be able to really take care of myself and not have to um, to worry about that stuff. I, I needed to to grow. And I was too worried that if I had kids during residency that the stress would just be out of control for me personally. But that's me. That's not you. That That's me. And the kind of residency program that I had, the residency program where I trained, it was incredibly, incredibly uh, rigorous. And I think that's what 
just scared me into not feeling like I could. Does that mean that I that I couldn't have? No. And in fact, my senior resident, I remember, I'll never forget, I, I walked into the workroom one day and she was just sitting there pumping away using her breast pump. And there were a couple people sitting next to her and they were all working on the computer and typing notes. And I thought, oh my God, that's so brave of her. Good for her. <laughs> and she was just sitting there like just hanging out, pumping and working and Gosh, I was amazed. She was she's she's an amazing person, amazing woman, amazing doctor. And I remember that one of my junior residents also had a baby and she had a baby during the most challenging part of our residency program. She had a baby when we were Q4, meaning we were on call every fourth night for the entire year, and she had a baby. She had a baby during that time. So, I think again, it's any of these things are possible. It's just a question of how do you feel? How do you feel psychologically? How do you feel emotionally? If you're in it with your husband 100% and you're both committed to it and that's what you want to do, I I think it's really more a matter of when you both feel, you know what, this is what we want to do and we will figure the rest out. Because I think if you do wait just to wait for waiting's sake, because, okay, then, you know, I'll get through my training, I'll be done. It may not be the time. It may not be the right time. And so I think it's more a question of looking at how you feel and where maybe you're going to medical school. The other thing to think about, and, and by the way, this is a, a just a, a rambling train of thoughts that I'm having, <laughs> but think about the support you have nearby. So one of the things that helps families who are going through medical school residency is having support from extended family nearby. Now, we, being out of training and working, rely on my parents and on our family nearby for support as well. And so I think no matter what stage you're at, it's huge to be able to have that support. But if that is something that is an option for you, that is also a consideration, right? So depending on where you may be in med school, where your extended family lives, if that's something that's an option for you, that those are other considerations that that may play into this for you as well. You know, if you are concerned about how much time will I have and, and to put the kids to bed and do everything that I need to do and have time to study, well, maybe if you know that you're going to have some of that support, that may alter your thinking a little bit too. So at the end of the day, I would say my message to you is I hear you and I certainly can understand or I shouldn't say understand because I I don't walk in your shoes, but I could appreciate certainly the the decision that you're faced with and the concern and the worry that you have, because these are such big, such big questions, such these are these are the biggest things in life that we do, right? Have children and our careers and it's all of it. I think that at the end of the day, the things to keep in mind are you have an incredibly supportive husband. You have a very bright future in front of you. Clearly, you're very bright and you've done very well so far and you know what you want. You, It's just a matter of making it work. And so at the end of the day, I think I would push forward. I would totally encourage you to apply to medical school. Don't live with regret and see see how it goes and see where you end up. And and hopefully you end up at a place where you have some additional family support in the area. And if you don't, you'll make that work too. But in terms of the fertility question, I think if you are ready or feeling like, you know what, this is the time I want to be a mom, then make that happen too. And if, if things get a little hairy and you feel like it's really hard to juggle in terms of 
how to be studying at the same time that you're having kids, you will make it work. You absolutely will. I have had times just as a as an attending physician working when I have felt so stressed out, <laughs> so stressed out by having children and a career and trying to be a good wife and a good person and, and just all of it. And And I think that we go through those peaks and valleys in our life regardless of where we're at. And so the journey that you will take as a med student, as a resident, you'll have stressors throughout that period. And I think it's it, just just stick with your gut, go with your gut, go with your instincts, use your resources, the people around you, and just keep keep your your head up, honestly, and you will get through it. And it will be great. I truly, I, I think it will. But it's scary. And it's it's totally understandable that it's scary. But do it. Don't live with regret. Do it. And you can have it all. It's not that you can have it all like they talk about having it all. Nobody has it all. Everybody everybody gets help. <laughs> Nobody does everything perfectly. Everybody gets help. Nobody has all of their stuff together. Everybody has to figure out what works for them and to get help. And so if you want both of these things, which it's so clear from your message that you do to be a mom and to be a doctor, you will make it work. And it's... I, I don't think there's going to be a perfect moment, a perfect time to 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 do it. I think you just you just do the best you can, and hopefully, more and more residency programs, more and more medical schools are very understanding about the fact that people sometimes are a little bit older and they have families already, or they are making families, and so most of the time, more and more these days, people are understanding. Very different, I think, from your mom's generation. No question about it. Different from my mom's generation. It, it is a different time and things are getting better for us as women and for all of us as families as well. So you will do it and just be strong, be brave, don't live with regret and go forth and do it. All right, that's what I got today and I'm really excited for you. And thank you again to our caller, our very brave caller for calling in with your story. I think it's just so fabulous to have all of you out there just sharing in this community and being there for each other. And I would encourage all of you to, or any of you to call in and leave feedback for our caller. Tell me that you agree with me or disagree with me. I would love to hear any thoughts that any of you guys have. And I know that she would as well. I think this is just such a wonderful community. And I'm so glad um, to our caller, just as another point that you mentioned, you felt supported by this community. I think that is just just music to my ears. That's what I, I want for you all. I want this to be a community where we can get together and just talk and and hear each other and hear what's going on, whether it's a wonderful moment, a sad moment, whatever it may be, a stressful moment, any of it. This is a place for you just to speak your minds and be heard and hopefully to have some goodness come from something I've said. <laughs> I hope that is my goal to just be there for you all and to provide a listening board and a person who has been through the journey, my own journey. We all go through our different journeys, but a journey and to share with you any any help, any thoughts that, that can be of help to you all on your journey. So with that said, if you want to call in, please call us and call one eight three three my diary Leave a message. You can press one to leave a message for pre-med diaries. If you do want to leave feedback, you can press five and just let us know what you are calling about or which episode. If you don't remember the episode number, that's okay. But at least just tell us you're calling to give feedback about such and such so that we know what you're giving feedback about. 
And all of you, again, please, I encourage you out there, if you're sitting in your car and you're driving somewhere and you just feel like you want to unload or vent or just share with us about a wonderful moment in your pre-med journey or a terrible moment or anything in between, please pick up the phone, call 1-833-MY-DIARY and press 1 and leave us a diary entry. And I will be so delighted to hear from you. And it's just wonderful. And I thank you guys for your bravery and your vulnerability, your authenticity, all of it. I just am so privileged to be able to be here and listen to you. So thank you for being with us. And I will look forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care. Mm -hmm.